Hi, everyone. This week's episode was filmed at Disneyland. It was a vlog that I filmed for YouTube. My videos are more lifestyle and more visual for YouTube, and they're going in that direction. So I'm kind of figuring out how to also transition that onto the Apple and Spotify audio podcast without it being weird because there's times in the video where I'm riding rides or just walking around and it's very visual, but if I translate that entire video over to audio, obviously there's going to be a lot of uh, boring stuff <laughs> if you can't see what's going on. So we edited this version just so you have the helpful audio nuggets about this week's topic. Um, and in the future, uh, I will figure out how this is going to work. If I'm going to have to do separate episodes that are audio versus visual for YouTube, that seems like a lot of work for me, though. My focus, though, is lifestyle videos on YouTube. So if you're not already subscribed to my YouTube, just search Show Up with Christine Chang on YouTube and you will find me there. I have my in studio podcast episodes there as well as the lifestyle videos, which are you know, me talking into the camera solo or when I'm out and about like this week's episode at Disneyland. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Christine Chang. I'm here today at the happiest place on earth doing, what do the kids call it these days? A vlog. I'm just going to go back here to film this because I'm not used to filming in public like this. I have a fear that I'm going to end up on that website or it's that Instagram account called influencers in the wild. I was supposed to meet someone here today to do a video on relationships. However, her schedule changed. I still had my ticket and my reservation. And so I decided to come by myself. And this is something that I do from time to time. I come to Disneyland by myself and I really enjoy it. My mom brought us here growing up, my sister and I. And so I have a nostalgia for it. I love being outside. It's a beautiful day. It's like 90 degrees today. I get to walk around and I get to do what I want to do without considering other people. I don't have to wait for anyone to go to the bathroom. They want to go on a ride that I don't want to go on. There's a lot of freedom in going by yourself and I enjoy my own company. So today I thought I would talk about self-identity and how do you know who you are. I got this question recently on Instagram, but how do you know who you are? I think I have a very strong self-identity. It is because I have spent a lot of time alone. Uh, it also comes with life experience. So I think in general, as you get older, you learn more of what's important to you and what is not. And of course, people change over time as well. So we're forever changing. But I think in general, as you get older, you tend to get closer to who you are or think you are. It's a very interesting concept, self-identity, because we give ourselves our self-identity. Like, how do you label yourself? Some people find it in their job. Some people find it in being a sister or a mom. If you read people's Instagram bios, you will see how they identify themselves. And all those things are labels, right? I'm not going to go too deep into like spirituality, existential stuff. I'm just going to give you tips on 
learning your values, what you like, what you don't like, what's important to you, what you want your life to look like. First, I want to make it clear that having a strong self-identity can be helpful, but having too strong of a self-identity can also work against you. My husband and I, we met each other, I mean, it depends on who you ask, but I would say later than a lot of other people met their spouses. He was already into his 40s. So sometimes when you have a really strong self-identity, you become a little more rigid and it's harder for you to compromise with others. And I felt this when we got together, my husband and I, because I had such a strong self-identity. I was traveling the world. I knew what was important to me. I was single for so long that I could do what I wanted whenever I wanted. And so I wasn't used to considering another person. And I remember when we moved to Venice Beach, because he lived in Venice Beach, I wanted to uh, give it a try because he said, you know, like, can we live over here? I had a gut feeling like this isn't somewhere I would choose to live. But to be fair, I said, okay. And I remember through that process that I, I remember I was crying one day. Granted, we were into the pandemic by now, okay? <laughs> we're in the pandemic by now. And everything was heightened. And I remember just saying, I don't feel like me living here. I would never choose this place. I think that if I was younger, it would have been easier in a sense. But I communicated with them and then we figured things out and we moved to Marina Del Rey, which we both love. If you want to learn more about what you like and don't like, the best thing you can do is start doing things. Start going out on dates. You learn more with every single date you go on every single relationship you have. I think about when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do career-wise. I was living in New York. I moved to New York for just over a year after college. And I tried many different things because after college, I honestly, I had no idea what I wanted to do. So I'm in this big city and I worked at a modeling agency. I waited tables. I worked at a uh, fashion photo studio. And with all these experiences, I learned what do I like and what do I not like? I thought I would enjoy working at a model and talent agency and there was aspects of it I liked and there was aspects of it I did not like. Basically how I figured out what I wanted to do is I did a bunch of things and what I learned I did not like guided me to what I do like and what I wanted to do. And what I eventually did was I became a celebrity and destination wedding photographer for 15 years. It had a lot of elements that I enjoyed doing and I enjoyed my time doing that very much. So the don'ts really help you figure out what is important to you. Because if you're not sure, like, what is important to me? What do I like? What triggers you or what, like, disgusts you? Like, those visceral reactions will tell you what is important to you. Another thing that is helpful in finding who you are is spending time alone. Now some people might be parents and it might be difficult to have alone time, but maybe when your kid's napping, is there any sliver of the day where you can have some alone time, where you can sit with yourself? And this can be really uncomfortable for a lot of people, but this is when you are not influenced by 
other factors. Because if you're a person who tends to go with the flow and always considers others, like, oh, what do you want to do? I'll do whatever you want to do. You're sensitive to others' energy. You won't, you won't know who you are. It'll be harder to find who you are. But when you're alone, like today, I'm alone at Disneyland, I'm forced to think, what do I actually want to do right now? Oh, I want to go get a churro. Oh, I want to get an Arnold Palmer. I want to go ride this ride. And that is a great start because a lot of people have a hard time going somewhere alone in the first place. So it's building the confidence to do that. And I started doing this before I was confident about it because sometimes I would have to travel alone for wedding gigs and things like that. And I would get questions, especially if I was in a really romantic destination because a lot of weddings are in tropical destinations like Mexico, the Caribbean, the Cook Islands. So I'd be at this really romantic resort and I would go to breakfast and they would say, like, you're alone. Just when I would get asked that so much because people are just not used to people being alone. And I thought at first, like, is it, like, is it that weird? You know, like, it helped a little because I was there for work. But over time, it got less weird for me that I learned to enjoy alone time. Like, oh my gosh, I get to do whatever I want to do. I meet more people. I would usually, like, sit at a bar, communal table, and people would come talk to me and they... A lot of them were really interested as well, like, wow, you traveled here alone. And slowly over time, over the years, outside of having to travel for work, I enjoyed my alone time so much, I started booking leisure trips for myself. I would invite friends sometimes, but if no one can go, I would still go with myself. Like, I still want to go. I still want to go to Micronesia. I'm going to go to Micronesia. And I have equally as much fun by myself than if I were traveling with friends, it's just different. It's different, right? Basically what I'm saying is when you have that alone time, you have that space to really think about what do you want and build that self-love too. I think it's easy for people who naturally are more lone wolf personalities, which actually it is me, to do that. And so it's better for us to actually learn how to be in groups more. And then for people who always want to be with someone or other people, to learn how to be alone more. I forgot to say another downfall of having a strong self-identity, and I've seen this before, is when people become parents, they don't know who they are anymore because their life was a certain way. They knew who they were, and all of a sudden, this baby comes into their life, and who they were has crumbled. And I've heard moms say, who typically are very independent and have a strong self-identity, they'll say, I don't know who I am anymore. It took years for me to get an, a rhythm, you know, being a mom and having a kid. So if you are struggling to find a self-identity, just remember it takes time. If you're young, it takes time. You will change over the course of from when you're 20 to 30, you'll change a lot. And then 30 to 40, you'll become a lot more confident in who you are. And it is forever. You will keep changing forever. Just remember to be gentle on yourself. You don't have to put labels on yourself. Just focus on how you feel. You know, how do I feel? And just kind of follow that. Thank you for joining me here today. If there's any other topics you would like me to talk about or any other locations you'd like me to go and film these videos, preferably in the Southern California region for now. 
to keep it easier for me, <laughs> let me know. Put it in the comments below. Thank you for listening, everyone. If you've enjoyed the show, please give it five stars and write a review. It helps my rankings, and I really, really appreciate it. And if you're interested in my book to read or gift to a friend, it's called Show Up, Finding Love for Independent Women, and it's available on Amazon. Have a great day.